0: Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks Podcast and today I'm talking to drummer Lindsay Ward. How are you, Lindsay?
1: Hi, I'm great. How are you?
0: I am good. I am good. I am I am afraid that summer is just going to be over before I blink an eye, but I'm good. <laughs> oh, I know.
1: <laughs> it's a crazy time right now.
0: I know, it is crazy. And I feel like even though we're home and I'm not traveling anywhere, I have been working more than I have ever in my entire life. Oh. It's so bizarre! Wow, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how did that happen? I don't know, but I guess I can't complain, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, how about you? You've have you been working on new videos, learning new songs? What have you been up to?
1: Yeah. So I have just been trying to stay as creative as possible. Um, it's been a bit of a challenge here and there because I'm kind of in the same boat just been home a lot Um, so I've luckily I have a studio in my house so I'm able to to play as much as I need to Um, but yeah I've been doing some session work for some people which has been great Um, and then just focusing on on doing videos so learning as many songs as I can while I have the time
0: yeah wow so when you do session work, do they just send you like a file and then you're like, okay, I'll just yeah, just do my part. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So they just send me the raw the raw track and then I um, record it and then send everything back to them. And either, depending on um, what they're looking for, I'll either mix the drums for them and just send it to them completed or they'll kind of take care of like all the post-production stuff and, and get everything dialed in exactly how they want it yeah. to. So. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's convenient, which is great.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and I've watched some of your videos, so you have a very cool setup in your basement. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm like, it looks like you have a humongous basement. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, we do, which is great.
0: Um, yeah. that's it's, super cool. Awesome. I mean, you have multiple cameras set up, and um, I, I mean, people can really see everything that you're doing. I think that's that's a really amazing setup so how did you get into doing these videos with doing songs and drum parts and all that what um what got you going there
1: yeah so I I started playing when I was nine um I started taking lessons and I just have always kind of had like a natural inclination towards rhythm um I've always been really fascinated by it so um yeah, started drumming when I was nine, and doing the YouTube videos, like, gosh, I think it was my 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. My mom had gotten me a just like a small single camcorder, and um, YouTube was kind of just starting to really kick off, and I had seen a couple people doing covers and just was really fascinated by it, and I loved the idea of being able to share your like on the internet, I just thought it was really cool. Um, So I just started off by using that one camera. I had no recording software, had no idea about Hmm. production or how any of that worked at all. So um, over the years, I've learned, obviously, a lot more about that stuff. And um, now it's just become like a big passion of mine. So, yeah, it's been like 14 years I think oh that my I've gosh, been doing wow. YouTube stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, And it's
1: just now kind of starting to gain traction. So yeah.
0: it's it's a process. You're committed. You're, it's a commitment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh,
1: for
0: sure. Yeah. It's captivating to watch. Like oh, you know, it's you. just like yeah. you're, you're sitting there and like it's almost like I don't know, ballet, I guess. It's it's like <laughs> right? It's like um right. It's like this physical thing that you're watching and you're like, wow, that's you know, okay. beyond the musicality, there's this like physicality that's part of it that's really cool. Yeah. So, oh cool. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so um you have like a ton of covers that you do drum parts for. So how do you pick what songs you're gonna do? Yeah, it's
1: usually like kind of spur of the moment choice um, just depending on what I'm listening to. But usually it's so like specifically with the newer music. Um, if I hear something that really like catches my attention, um, I kind of start that process like in my head. Like if I can hear certain parts that would be cool with the song, mm-hmm. um, I usually will just kind of practice it and see if it feels natural. Um, and if it does, then I just kind of I, I try to get it done as quickly as possible. That way I, it's like fresh in my head still. Um, but I'm very drawn to like very um, heavily, like melodically influenced music. Mm-hmm. So if something has like a really strong melody to it, that's kind of how I hear the drum parts. So I, I feel like I take a very melodic approach to my playing especially when it comes to like pop music and stuff Mm -hmm. so if I feel like I'm connected to the song in a melodic way that's usually how I choose the
0: songs Mm -hmm. that's really cool that you just um you know hear a song and think about you know what what would I do with this how would I hear this um you know I I've always thought even you know (laughs) watching American Idol or something when somebody takes a song and really makes it something unique and different and special I always was blown away by that so I think that's a that's kind of a cool approach to especially you know even just for practicing or learning some new thing to to try that out that's a that's a cool idea
1: right yeah Yeah. it can it keeps your creativity flowing
0: yeah yeah that's for sure how do you get how do you drop the original like rhythm out of what you're adding your part to like a program you use for that do you mean
1: like cancel the original drums out? yeah yeah um no actually there's i have not found a way to do that no. so <laughs> it's it can be kind of tricky sometimes depending on the song because um, you have to mix like the yeah. drum track i usually mix it just a little bit louder right. than the original mp3 and that can Sometimes you can still kind of hear it in the background just a little bit, but most of the time it's, it's just enough to where you can't hear the original drums. Um, but yeah, it can yeah. be tricky. I see what you're <laughs> saying. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I suppose drums are like pretty loud, so you probably yeah. can, ha- I guess you have been successful doing that. So <laughs> yeah, it takes practice. It takes but, practice. Um, Cause it yeah. sounds really natural, you know? So I, I didn't even hear the other parts on the stuff that i checked out so that's cool oh, that's that's good yeah. <laughs> so um you know do you find it uh challenging now that we're all here at home to um to sort of keep the energy going uh, has it been has it been difficult for you in that regard yeah yeah
1: yeah it can be i have found myself kind of going through phases like I'll be really, really motivated for a certain span of time and then just kind of lose it completely. Um, and then it kind of comes back around again. But staying like super consistent has been a challenge
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found like when we first, you know, when this all first happened, I had I had both my kids here, my boyfriend, his kids, and I, I couldn't even think about doing music. I was just like – right. A, like the world is bizarre and B, yeah. all this other energy in my space, um, right. you know, it just wasn't conducive to me being like musical, but um, mm-hmm. I've since gotten back into it a little bit, okay. but it's Good. like, it's like, uh, I, I sort of approach it now. Like this can, not I can't think of this as temporary, you know, I'm sort of like, okay, right. if this is my world. Like, what do I do with it? You know, mm-hmm. have you found that right. as well? Yeah.
1: No, definitely. I, I completely agree with you. Um, Having people home all the time is been challenging for sure, as far as finding time to play. Um, But yeah, I, I have to remind myself of that as well. I'm, it's interesting because I'm wondering where the music industry is going through all of this, like what direction it's Mm -hmm. headed in. And I really hope that it goes back to normal. (laughs) Um, But it's yeah, it's been an interesting thing to think about. Because, you know, people are taking so like many different angles with all of like this virtual stuff and these virtual concerts. And I'm, I'm just really curious to see if people are going to be spending more time at home with all of this when it's over.
0: Yeah, it's super interesting. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. like an uncharted territory, I guess. Right. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm i wondering, so you had a little bit of a head start, like doing all this stuff on YouTube and everything. Have you found pe- more people engaging with you now that everybody's sort of home looking yes. for things to watch? <laughs> yeah, actually,
1: I have noticed it quite a bit. Um, I was thinking about that not too long ago that I feel, um, even though it's been such a like, long process to kind of get my foot in the door with everything. Um, I feel very lucky that it's working out now the way that it has, because um, just, you know, kind of wondering where things are heading. If because I've, you know, I've always wanted to be like a hired gun and Mm -hmm. go out on a bunch of tours. And like, that's always been my passion. And now I'm just kind of like, huh. I feel like I might need to yeah open my mind a little new bit goals, and, New goals new goals right yeah <laughs> kind of maybe lean a little bit more towards doing online stuff which is I mean I'm I'm thankful for the progress that I've been able to make there but um I'm hoping that it's not like a completely permanent thing yeah
0: but I think we'll every musician is hoping it's not like the, you know it's we've done a bunch of live streams and it's fun and it's cool and it, i I actually really enjoy hosting them because I get to sit and listen to great music for an hour, but it's so weird to play in front of your computer with no mm-hmm. energy back from your audience and right you know the technology we have for that right now is not the best um so it's it's a weird it's, it's a, It's not the same anywhere near the same as watching live music, being in the moment in live, in a live situation. So,
1: right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're all like, Hey, when can we do that? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's so bizarre. Everything's so Mm -hmm. bizarre. Um, so I was wondering like, what, what sort of drum influences do you have? Did you, as you started to play, was there, were there a drummer or two that you were like, wow, oh yeah, that's, that's what I want to do.
1: Yeah, definitely. I The first concert that I had ever been to, I was 10. And it was no doubt when they did their Rocksteady tour. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember just being so captivated by Adrian and watching him play and just how he was able to lead the crowd. That was the one defining moment for me where I knew like, okay, i have to play drums like that has got to be the direction that I go it was just something like so special about seeing that for me um because I had just started playing like right before I had ever even been to a live concert before so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um no doubt and Adrian specifically were probably my number one when I kind of first started getting going and then Travis Barker was also huge and he's still probably my primary influence um so yeah the two of them specifically have really I feel like kind of given me that foundation for playing um I'm still totally captivated by Travis Barker and just how he writes I mean he's always coming up with new stuff regardless of how long he's been playing with Blink-182 it's like he never runs out of stuff to write and I've always just been um yeah just fascinated by his
0: approach yeah. I mean I think that's interesting on a couple of levels you know when you have that aha moment um that's such a milestone like in your sort of creative life it's it's profound right you're like oh yes yeah. like you know you never forget it and and you know what right. that pivoting pivoting point is for you and that's that's a that's a mm-hmm cool moment to have I mean I guess some people never have that moment but it's it's a cool thing and then you know thinking about Travis and what you said I think it's um it's great to have somebody to watch that isn't unafraid to sort of evolve you know mm-hmm. and um always finding new ways to approach you know creativity and I think you know, from my perspective, that's part of being creative is like, okay, now what can I do? I did that. What's my right. next thing? <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh,
1: I agree completely. Yeah.
0: I mean, also, like, for some reason, we are, we are good at terrifying ourselves as well. You know, it's like, Oh, I can yeah. do this thing. Oh, no, now that I can do this thing. Oh, well, I'm not just going to do that. Let me do something else. that's terrifying.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's, that's why being creative and even performing in front of other people is so exhilarating. You know, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, that's my two cents. On that. I agree. No, it's great. <laughs> so have you worked with any um, like drum companies? Is there a specific brand that you love to play or that has been super supportive of you?
1: yeah I um, I've played with a couple companies um, I'm currently endorsed by DW
0: uh-huh.
1: um, so I play their drums and use their hardware as well uh, before DW I was with truth custom drums they're a company out of Oregon um, I was with them for quite a quite a few years actually and then DW had approached me um, which kind of blew my mind I was amazed that they would even consider having yeah. me on their artist roster. So that has been a super big kind of like defining moment um for me. And then I play um TRX Cymbals mm-hmm. um and Vader drumsticks is also another company I'm endorsed by. Um and those are the top three right now. But I um I play Remo Heads. Mm-hmm. I love their drum heads and, um, what's my
0: microphones? Sure. Sure. Microphones are what I'm using right now for the
1: covers. So that's awesome. You know,
0: um, DW is, is a great company and they've been supportive of like the She Rocks Awards and some of the other stuff that we do. So. That's awesome. Um, love working yeah. with those guys. It it is yeah, so helpful great. when you have a company like that sort of get behind you and help spread the word and um we we're just I just did a panel last night where we were talking about like like how can we engage with brands to you know, like have a win win situation, you know? Right. Um and I think, yeah. you know, smart companies are, are looking at that. Especially for women. I think, you know, it's you you look at the you know just just from a business standpoint you look at the marketplace and you're like well why aren't why aren't more companies like engaging with women and the audiences mm-hmm. that we have and the people who follow us and you know it's good to see a smart company do that so right. yeah, yeah I agree yeah yeah um let's see what else is I going to ask you oh you know I I watched a, an interview that you did with um. I think it was with Sweetwater at the name okay. show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you were talking about Patreon and I wanted to ask about your experience with that. Cause uh, you know, everybody's always looking for other ways to get funding, uh, especially now. Mm-hmm. So um, h- how has that worked for you? Has it been a positive experience?
1: Yeah, so far. I mean, it's, it's been great. I've had a very consistent group of people. Um, it kind of, since COVID hit, um, I've lost a couple people just due to yeah. financial obligation, um, which I kind of assumed was going to happen, but luckily it hasn't, um, it hasn't gotten to the point to where I feel like it's not really worth it. Cause I was kind of wondering that for a while. Um, cause it's a, it's a lot of extra work having mm. to run that page. You know, there's so much extra content that goes into it and that's what, you know, people are, are giving money for is to see kind of like behind the scenes stuff and extra Ah, videos. And yeah, so it can be a lot of work. Um, but it's, it's been great. Like, I feel like I kind of have this little community of people who have been supporting me some for a really long time and to be able to have the opportunity to engage with them, like on that kind of personal level has been really cool. Um, But it's yeah, it's been a completely positive experience so far. And I'm, I'm hoping that it keeps growing. Mm -hmm. um, Because with the drum covers on YouTube, regardless of how many views you get, or how many subscribers you have, um, for drum covers, specifically, you can't monetize your content. So, oh, yeah, you don't it's get some f- other,
0: someone else's song. He can't do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: So, you don't get like a single dime from any of the videos that you do. So, I feel like Patreon, specifically for drummers, is just a great outlet to have just a little bit of additional income. And yeah. then, if you can grow your audience, you know, um, I know a couple people that have that as like their main source of income. That's so,
0: amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. And it's
1: it blows my mind because I'm just like, it's you know, a couple of my friends who have one, they've had it for, you know, three, four years, and it's taken them that point to actually start really generating Mm -hmm. an income from it. So I've only had it for a year. And um, I mean, so far, it's it's really been a big help. So I would recommend it for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's interesting what you said about the content, I guess I hadn't, I haven't really delved too deeply into what they do or what you do there. But um, I guess for that, you have to figure out um, create creative ways to interact. Um, as well so oh yeah definitely yeah.
1: <laughs> I've gone through quite a few times maybe like every four months I'm kind of finding myself changing up the reward system just a little bit just to try and keep things fresh yeah so I have like a notebook of all kinds of like ideas that I you know will write down and then scratch them out later and come up with new stuff and because if you that's very true if you don't keep people engaged enough they won't do it anymore so
0: it's
1: yeah it takes a a lot of creativity for sure to maintain people wanting to come back so
0: see and now after that you need to um, do a workshop where people pay you to teach them what to do on patreon (laughs) (laughs) it's a good idea (laughs) here's what to do here's what not to do Um, right speaking of like do you teach too do you do any of that online teaching stuff
1: um, I am going to start doing that very soon. Um, I've been having quite a few people contact me and ask me if I mm. do one-on-one lessons. I do lessons on Patreon, um, but oh, they're okay. just kind of like, you know, sporadic little like, a one-off like teachings kind of here thing. and there. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um, so I've been focusing on that. I feel like it's been really good practice to start actually having students um so i'm hoping by september actually i'm i'm really going to try and get dialed in with doing um one-on-one virtual lessons yeah. so i want to get into it yeah
0: i've seen that be like a good source of income for people too cuz you know everybody's at home and they're right. you know they're trying trying to enhance their skills and right you know, of course <laughs> we're all in the same boat yeah. there <laughs> right <laughs> something I else know. to do you know, that would
1: probably be the best time to at least take a risk and step into it.
0: Yeah, I can't play the drums at all. I'm I, For some reason, my body won't do those separate things with the feet and hands.
1: <laughs> 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 I know, everything's doing something different.
0: I know, it's funny. My daughter is, um, well, she's older now, but when she was in high school, she was a cheerleader and a dancer and everything, and I got her a drum kit and she was uh, instantly good at it like i guess she already oh, wow. knew how to coordinate different p- parts of her body you know right because of the dancing thing maybe right um but she she was very good like really a natural but she didn't want to play oh, in gosh. front of people like she never wanted to play in a band she she just did it for herself right and i'm wondering like do you see that uh i was just wondering if that was a thing with like young women if it's you know, we're, we're afraid to be loud, maybe.
1: Yeah, I I went through that process um, when I first started playing because I, I have a very introverted personality. Mm. So being in front of people was really, really hard for me for a long time. Um, but yeah, I, I could definitely see that being a thing for sure because I feel like drums just have that reputation of being a male instrument because it is very physical Mm. you know especially like during shows and stuff people you know like hit really super hard and I feel like it's just not really seen as something that can be feminine Mm. so um yeah I that's interesting I've never really thought it thought about it in that light before but I I could see why yeah that would be the case
0: I felt like it was kind of a shame because she was so good at it and I was like oh man like let's play let's jam you know and she's like no right (laughs) because I would have like house concerts in my house you know and I would bring musicians in to play in my house and I'm like Emma why don't you come jam with us and she's like I'm not doing that (laughs) (laughs) not even in front of the neighbors so oh well But, um, you know, it's funny, I was thinking about that, too, because at one point, I'm I'm an acoustic guitar player myself, and um, I decided to plug in and, like, try playing electric guitar, and I was, I felt so weird to be so loud to me. Interesting. Even though I had been playing for years, and I was in a band at that point and everything, but I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so loud. Like, if I make a mistake, (laughs) everyone will know. (laughs) But you know, hey. It, but like you said, it's one of those things. The more you do it, the more fun it becomes. It's a different. It's a different experience. So yeah. Do you yeah. find and you get
1: you get more used to it too? Yeah. The more that you do it, it just takes a couple, you know, kind of chances of realizing. I think kind of growing into realizing that it's okay. Yeah. Um. But it, yeah, it can be a little bit intimidating. I think it's, like, super
0: therapeutic. I think every young girl should learn how to play the drums.
1: Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it's been for me since I was really young. I always say it's like a form of therapy. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I mean, A, you get out all of your, like, you know, stress with that Mm -hmm. physical movement, and then you can be loud and, like... Oh, yeah. Just be in the moment. I don't know. That sounds good to me. Yeah. No, I agree. (laughs) Do you find that... um, Do you get, like inquiries or, uh, f- from other young women or girls who are into what you're doing and want to know more?
1: Um, yeah, on occasion I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like incredibly frequent, mm-hmm. but, um, it's, yeah, I do, I get messages quite often, um, on Instagram specifically for people that just have questions about, um, mostly how to start like a YouTube channel, and (laughs) how to get into posting content and stuff. So it's kind of geared more towards (laughs) that direction.
0: Yes, because they're like, Oh, how did you get that audience? I want that. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can imagine that was a lot of arduous work and many years of, uh, you know, making it happen. Oh, yeah, it's I mean, it's a long process. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, like we said before, it's about commitment to just be, you know, creating content on an ongoing basis. right? Mm-hmm. And interacting with people that respond. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Consistency is the number one key for sure. Because when I was living um, in LA for a while, I was struggling so bad financially that I, I just couldn't afford to have a rehearsal studio. So I went gosh, probably like two years without really being able to play, which was oh, Um And it was really interesting because during that time period, it's crazy to see how um, like stagnant everything becomes, especially when it comes to online stuff. And then, you know, for the past like solid year now, I've been um, permanently set up, thank God, in a studio and um, posting content content consistently has like drastically changed my experience so it's it's cool to kind of see how um just being really persistent can open up a lot of doors but you have to you have to maintain that
0: yeah it's probably like that for most things in life <laughs> mm-hmm yeah no definitely <laughs> it's like you gotta you gotta keep going you gotta have that long-term yep. perspective you know you do yeah there's no Absolutely. there's no quick fame here people mm-hmm. um nope. yeah well, I, I get that well um yeah. I had another question in my head and it just totally popped out of my brain but that's okay Is there anything else going on that you want to share? Like, um, you know, do you have, I'm sure you, you, how often do you post new content? Um, I
1: do usually a YouTube video once a month, Uh um, sometimes twice, just depending on the time that I have. And then I have recently started doing, um, just like mini covers on Instagram, Um, I try to do those now once a week just to kind of keep that building a little bit because it's not it's not as tedious of a process to do just a short clip of something versus an entire like full drum cover. So I'm kind of I'm trying to gain um, a little bit more traction on Instagram um, just for that reason, because I feel like I could produce a little bit more. Um, if I'm not spending like so much time going super in depth with editing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I'm sitting right now. So usually one full cover on YouTube, and then something um, at least once a week on Instagram right. right now.
0: Yeah, the editing kills you, right? That's so mm-hmm. time consuming. <laughs> oh, it is.
1: It's like a three day thing, yeah. like 12 hours a day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Trying to get it done.
0: So. See all the things that we're learning. I have said that about this whole lockdown thing too. Like I I'm, I'm like a Zoom live streaming master now, you know, oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the oh. things all the things we never wanted to have to learn, we know. I know. I know. I, I know what I was going to mention before. I was just thinking what you said about having everything set up. Like isn't that like the most amazing thing? Cuz even this is so dumb. I have like the simplest little multi-track podcast recording thing. That I was putting away every time after I did a podcast. And then some people left my house. So I have extra space. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to leave this set up. And it's the best because I just step in here, (laughs) plug my phone in and I'm done. So I'm sure that makes a huge difference, especially for drums, like to not have to to reset everything.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it saves so much time. And it's great because... You know, it's like if you're feeling inspired to do something, mm. you have everything ready to go. You don't have to worry about because in LA, that was a huge thing that I was having to go through. Like, you know, renting a room for like three days to try and get videos done and not really having time to practice, and it was a whole
0: yeah, just soup.
1: Honestly, like a frustrating thing to have to go through all the time. So, right. um, I forgot what it was like to have a space where I can just walk into the room and just sit down and play yeah it's it's a huge Yay. blessing for sure, <laughs> yeah, it's great,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I think it's i mean i i at one point i had I was in a space where I had my little songwriting recording like demo recording set up. All, always set up. Oh my gosh, it was so great. Yeah. <laughs> I even had yeah. a separate computer for it. I was like, "This is good." I just turned it on, oh. good to go. I got my my uh, you know Pro Tools all going. Yeah. And everything, But anyway, oh, yeah. those were the days. I I probably yeah. couldn't even use Pro Tools anymore. I forgot more yeah. than I than I still know. But oh well, yeah. that's life. Well, yeah. it's been so great to talk to you. I'm oh, you too, and to meet you and uh, and to watch you. It's been super fun for me. And oh, I, like I said, totally beyond my any ability I could imagine. So kudos to you for <laughs> being able to oh, like thank make it look like butter. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, tell people I'm going to post links, but why don't you just share like okay. where everybody can find you?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so on YouTube, you can just search for Lindsay Ray Ward. Um, my middle name is R A Y E, and that should pop up um, my YouTube videos. And then Instagram is at Lynn Ray Ward. And then um, Patreon is Lindsay Ray Ward as well. And I do have a Facebook, but I'm not quite as active on that. But um, it's all the same, Lindsay Ray Ward. I try to keep Everything as similar as
0: possible. Yeah, yeah, it's a juggle. Yeah. It's a juggle. For yeah. Sure. Well, really great to meet you. Thanks so much for oh, taking you the too. time to chat, and uh best of luck with everything you're great. doing.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.